Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast, presented by Macy's. What's up, L'Oreal? Hey, Eva, what's going on this week? It looks crazy out here in these streets. It's crazy in these streets, girl. <laughs> Meg the Stallion chats with Hillary and Chelsea Clinton. I never saw that what happen. What the hell was they talking about? I'm going to let you know and undress all of that. <laughs> Plus, you know what? I have something very fun for you this week. Eight questions that you should ask your boo before you guys become exclusive. So we're going to go ahead and undress all of that. Haley Bailey, super excited, just dropped a little teaser from the trailer of The Little Mermaid. Holly Berry is going to be in The Little Mermaid? No, Haley, Chloe's sister. Oh! Oh. I'm going to address all of that for you. Let you know it's controversy, but I mean, you know, they can't put a good uh, a good black woman down. Let you know what's going on. Plus, what's going on with the moms that mom is giving birth to twins? Different daddies. What? It is getting nasty out here, literally. Now, there's a mom that gave birth to twins, but guess what? They what? had two different daddies. Mm, somebody was outside, if you know what I mean. Houseway. Okay, well, apparently... She was with two guys in one day. We're going to impact that as well as my DMs because it always goes down. And L'Oreal's DMs, that's me, of course. And we got a final question to address, and it always gets spicy around this time. This happens. I want to be honest. I don't want to go on creep, but I do want the ability to go and have this sexual experience again before I die. It's going down. So make sure you listen to hear how we undress this mess on the Undress and Run podcast brought to you by none other than Macy's. And speaking of Macy's, I am super excited. It is Hispanic Heritage Month. And so you can join Macy's and Hispanic Federation to support Hispanic and Latino designers and the causes this month and all year long. Now through October the 15th, you can find student mentoring and education when you donate online to Hispanic Federation or go ahead and round that dollar up. So if you spend in like, I don't know, 89 cents, round it up to the next dollar and donate and give that extra change. You can give back today and learn more about the mission to create brighter futures for all at Macy's.com slash purpose. And it's your month, love, because... You black and Hispanic. You what, what do we call you? Because you like La Amada La Negra. Um, they call Afro Latinas. But I be Af- feeling like I gotta say them because I don't speak Spanish, so I feel like I'm a little outcasted. You know how like when you go back home after they kick, like you you moved away and they don't mm-hmm. really accept you as much. Like oh, they I'm accept you. Oh, you. I know how to make rice and it. rice and gondolas though, so that's all that matters. And that's all that matters. And <laughs> speaking of acceptance, if Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton can accept Mother Stallion. We all accept you as black and Latin, baby girl. So mm. I have to undress this first topic. Meg okay. the Stallion, that we know, the Stallion, the hottie. Ha. The ha. Recently <laughs> was a guest on Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton's Apple TV series is called Gutsy. So they have a new series and they had so many questions and conversations got really deep with our girl, uh, Meg Thee Stallion. So they spoke about everything from her personal growth to WAP. 
Now, I never thought that uh, Chelsea or more over Hillary Clinton would be talking about WAP, WAP, but okay. they did. And when speaking on the criticism that she has faced recently, this is what Meg had to say. You see a lot of people attacking a woman, right? And then it's like the first thing they think is let's bandwagon on it. I also heard this. I also know that. And let's disregard how this may be making her feel right now. Look at her having a breakdown. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you put me through so much. And then when I finally start responding, now I'm crazy. Now I'm having a mental breakdown. It's always the same playbook, though. Right. But then I had to really just learn that that's what comes with being a powerful woman. When you don't show any weakness, they try to keep on figuring 100%. out what, what is it that's going to make her tick. As much as you come at me, I'm gonna come at you. I'm gonna be, but I'm gonna come at you just by with being my confidence, me. right? I'm gonna come at you with just my life. Maybe one day you'll get tired. I don't know, but you're not gonna break me down. Yeah, I bet you get worn out before I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, while enjoying a painting moment, Hillary mentioned that she was introduced to Meg via Watt with Cardi B, which is absolutely hilarious because of all no the songs way. to Why? hear. Why is the first song? Could have been president. She was introduced by WAP with Cardi B. I ain't mad at the record. I would just love to have been a fly on the wall when she saw that. So Chelsea commended Meg for being so fierce amid the pressure coming out with the song. There was a lot of controversy behind WAP. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. It was under a lot of scrutiny. And Meg spoke about the backlash of the song, as well as saying, you know what? I was surprised that in this day and time, when you have so many options and so many things to look at and listen to, that the first thing that they want to critique and talk about is something that I do, like, for what? It's it's music. If you don't like the song, change the record. Like, why is everyone so up in arms about it? Especially when I feel like there's so many songs that are so much worse. Like, when it comes to guys, they say anything about women. I, I think it's more of a shock for me to hear that Hillary Clinton is bumping WAP. Listen. <laughs> that's, the, that's the biggest that's the biggest shock to me um it was a lot of backlash we got we even on our station it was a little like hey i don't well, think the we're problem go is is they're saying like the song is too suggestive and the song the words are too racy and the lyrics are too out there and and there are a lot of naysayers but the reality is, is if you don't like the music what what happened to that's just not my record like i'm not listening to that but Why they do did drown us with the song. So it's like, you can even be like, oh, I don't like this music. And then you put it on the radio. There's some hoes in this There's some hoes. But they do that to every record. Why That's is it true. that when what Black women collaborate on something, then you do it to ours? Because yeah. there, are some, there, there are words like that and songs like that absolutely everywhere. The same they way they did us. Beyonce when she dropped the Renaissance album. You don't have to like the album. Don't listen to it. Put on your album. I want to hear it. I like it's it. True. And What's it's weird because sometimes we'll put out something like this and you will get love. And then it's like, you never know. It, it'll be somebody else. And then next thing you know, they're bashing them. This is not Cardi's worst record. You know what I mean? And then what I mean by that is as far as like suggestive explicit, or yeah. explicit and, and they've actually praised those records. So sometimes I think what it is, is you love someone till you hate them and then you love them again. Last year was Nikki, to be honest. Anything Nikki did was always bashed. Like, that's why that's my girl, no matter what. I don't care what nobody got to say about Nikki. Well, 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 now I feel like this year it's Cardi. And I feel like Nikki is actually being praised and Cardi is. It's like the, my real issue is that 
Like you said, to see these two black women collab, it should be celebrated. Y'all always trying to divide us. And that's really what the real issue is. It can't be Cardi and Nikki are both hot and Meg in this one. It got to be there's one queen. There's one number one. There's one. And it's Which annoying. is so crazy because as a radio host, you're a radio host. After you play a record and it go off, you need to play another record. You got so to play another one. <laughs> there, there's enough room for all the records to be hot because you can't play the same one over and over. And you need something to follow up. So I don't understand why we... You know, it's hard enough with the outside forces that try to put us in boxes. But come on, people. We got to be a little bit more stand up for each other. We are seeing that we are strength in numbers. We are. We know that we've been good enough for the longest of time. Now we have the opportunity to display our talents and to present out here into the world the way we want to be presented. It's Stop true. hating. Stop hating. I will. I will say this, embrace the hate sometimes because if it wasn't for them getting so much hate on WAP, it wouldn't be as big of a record as it is. It's not either one of their best record. Like I'm I'm just going to be uh, coming from the standpoint of artists. That's not their, neither one of their best record, but it's their one of their biggest. And that's because of the controversy. And that was because of the people that were saying, oh, this is disgusting. Because they listened again a couple times, even after they said that. So sometimes you got to just let the haters hate and know that, we're going to get backlash because that's just how it is nowadays. They want to attack the black woman. And when you defend yourself and say something about it, now you're always pulling a race card. And you're always you controversial. Yeah. Somebody said something to today on the morning hustle show. Uh, we were reporting on something. And one of the women, I guess she has black children and she's white. She was like, all y'all do is talk about race. And this is exactly why. I'm like, yeah, because you're a privileged white woman and you don't understand the turmoil that we're put through just to be ourselves even though y'all go and steal everything we do so i don't need your comment to live black to breathe black to walk while black to shop while black to dine while black listen it is something and those that don't want to hear about it are those that don't experience it because we live it every single day no matter if we're in first class it don't matter what status we are being black for the world is something that is a negative and we have to overcome our color with our talent every day. And furthermore, exactly what you was talking about. Guess what, sis? If you don't want to hear me talking about black women on a black woman owned network, why don't you listen to something else? You know where they don't, you ain't got to listen to that. Ding. You could go to Fox News, country music. It's plenty of things that you could go to and go do where they're not going to be talking like me. You don't have to listen to my show. Obviously, you, you're you obsessed with me, too. But let me, Mr. <laughs> let me remind you and all of y'all out there, just what? like Shirley Ralph reminded at the Emmys, talk your talk, spit your spit, say what you got to say. Whoever don't like it, don't have to like it. But don't get muzzled. Don't find yourself uh, crawling into yourself. And, and don't not- just Speaking. got punched in the face saying the wrong thing. That part saying too. the wrong thing to the wrong person. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. 
So I just want to touch on something that I think is historic right now. Something you that got your all- clothes off, so don't talk about touching on things. I don't know Listen, if that's <laughs> but I, I have my clothes off because I'm going in the water under the sea. Hey, under the, under the sea, darling, it's better. Wait, down where it's better. Take it from me. From me. <laughs> I am so excited. Haley Bailey, the sister of Chloe Bailey, the duet that hit the scene that got. Young Beyonce's protege, she is the Little Mermaid. Disney is putting out the Little Mermaid. We got a sneak peek trailer just last week. All of Instagram and the internet is up in arms. We as black people are so excited. Kids who don't see color are excited. But for some reason, there are a lot of white people and Anglos that are very upset that the Little Mermaid is black. For now, some reason, huh? I didn't know that Jedi's could not be black. I did not know that Big Bird could not be black. I didn't know the Little Mermaid couldn't be black because these are all fictional characters that are being played in cartoons. But, but the beauty Eva, these white people could play Egyptians, though. Wasn't Elizabeth Taylor Cleopatra now? Houseway. Okay. Uh, How? Was well, it Robert Downey Jr.? Didn't he play a whole black man in blackface? And they said it was comedy. That uh, part. Well, our good sis, Haley Bailey, is getting a lot of backlash right now. Um, she blessed us with a sneak peek of the trailer. We are so excited about it. She has beautiful red, long, long locks. And she's swimming and she's singing and she is looking up into the heavens with the most angelic face. It got 104 million views in Ooh. only five days. We're talking about a 32-second snippet. And... I, I would love wait. to believe that all the views were for those that are like me and my kids that cannot wait to yes. watch The Little Mermaid that are my inspired. Favorite film, my FYI. son, my youngest my son, he, the, the mermaid mommy, the mermaid Ariel, he oh, loves it. So for him goodness. to see Ariel that looks like his sister, for him to see Ariel that looks like his family and for other cultures to see Ariel that looks like not just one standard of beauty. She's drop dead gorgeous. Now, if you watch the whole um, trailer, it's about two minutes long. You've seen different snippets, but the snippets alone is enough to have everybody up in arms. They said maybe it's okay because her hair is red. Talking about she's a soft ginger. I don't know what's going on, but how do you find racism in cartoons? These people will make their way to find anything uh, a problem, you know, and especially when the focus is not on quite. Sometimes it just goes that way. And when you see somebody shining, like, first of all, how many white princesses have we seen? How many white princesses do we have to see? And so it's just like. Why we can't all be princesses? Why we can't see a black princess? I see that uh, her is going to play Belle and she's Asian and black. And like, this is the world today. I don't know. Look around. Like, I don't know where you live, people that are listening. But a lot of the kids that I see are mixed kids. A lot of kids are black kids. A lot of kids are white kids. Even if she was not mixed, the thing is, is that Disney chose her. Okay. Disney chose her out of millions of talented beautiful young girls to portray this character she was perfect for the part her the director voice is of beautiful. the movie said that he was she he was blown away by the Come audition on. and that's what it is it boils down to the audition and your ability to execute the character now the original that, and that's it that's period. it that's it the, her voice is amazing she's a squeaky clean girl 
You don't have no, no dirt on this girl. She doesn't even have a bad tweet. She's been doing this since she was a kid. She's conditioned by Beyonce. What are we talking about? The queen. So if, the if there's a queen, there's a what? There's a what underneath a queen? A what? It's a princess area. Uh, and that, that, that princess. <laughs> and that princess is going to be our girls, Haley and Chloe. They are, they are her princesses. And why not bring it to Disney? This is Period. the best thing Disney could have ever thought of. Could have ever done. I love it. I think it's so beautiful. You know, a lot of people like to talk about what they're going to do. And you can give money here and give money there. Put your money where your mouth is. And that's what Disney did. Disney properly represented for all of the millions and millions it. of little girls across the world. They're going to translate this movie in every single language. And little Asian girls, little African girls, little Polish and Dutch girls, girls from all over the world will see this beautiful princess and see themselves in her. And when they walk down the street and they see a beautiful woman, they'll say, oh, she looks like the princess that I saw in, in The Little Mermaid. And it'll bring us together as a people just one step closer in this divisive world that Donald Trump tried to create and push us all aside. But that's a whole nother topic. And, and like you said, though, it started as a cartoon. Cartoons have been blue, yellow, purple, orange. What 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 race is that? It's not. It's just a person. It's just a cartoon. It's just a. So it does not the matter. The crab like, talks. The, and that's my favorite character, a talking crab. You get what I'm saying? So ultimately, just for y'all outrage and backlash to be like that, it just goes to show how far removed from racism we're not. And it's actually extremely sad that you or anybody out there could have ill feelings towards a Black princess or a Black person playing a princess when we've been looking at white people play it for years and all we could do is go spend our money at the box office and they watch just it. mad at Meghan Markle because Meghan Markle is a real life black princess yeah, I'm just saying they I'm just, just saying and, and please black people that are listening stop dividing us when it comes to color as well like that is so I'm so sick of it I'm so well she's a light skinned black she's black She's black. It don't matter. Light skin, brown skin, dark skin. We are all the same. Yeah, we, we, it's called the slave trade. And um, yeah. I don't Divide know and conquer we, we, we didn't really have many choices. They took us from our home, stole us, had sex with us and made babies and made more babies. And they came out looking every color of the rainbow. And I'm not sure, but I wasn't awake at that part where I was born when God asked me, did I want to be a man or a woman? If I wanted to be black or white, oh, what color my hair needed to be? What mm -hmm. texture did I want it to? I wasn't at that part. So you got to assume that no one else was at that part either. That little girl has nothing to do with the color that she is, but she upholds it in such a beautiful way. She is and talented. Let's just look at it like she is talented and she is beyond fit for the part. Okay. And that's why she got it. So have boom. fun watching her dread swim in the sea. Yes. We support <laughs> you, Haley Bailey. Who's we cannot wait. Uh, don't worry about it. I wonder. Maybe that might be some of the backlash because I, I doubt he's black. Well, they're not going to do a black prince, too. I haven't seen him in the clip. I just saw her under the world and I saw how beautifully it was shot. So I look forward to watching that with my kids in my little movie theater at my house, child. You can come I on over. I could have been Ariel, too, now. My hair's already you, ginger. You could. <laughs> now, I need to get part of the world. I need to understand. I, I hear that there's eight questions that we need to talk about. Oh, yeah. I heard there was, too. And we about to discuss 
all eight of them right now. And this is about what you should ask your boo before uh-huh. becoming exclusive. Because, you know, cuffing season is here. It's, well, the tryouts. They say that these are the tryouts, it's right? It's the combine. This is the, exactly. So you got to put your <laughs> bid in right now. Make sure you don't mess up so you could get to the next round. And I'm going to teach you how to dive through, you know, what, what you got going on. Teach now. us, low. Teach us. <laughs> So this is straight from dating to exclusive. And we know that that can be an extremely difficult decision. Now, how do you know that it's time to take that leap? And if you do decide to take that leap, let's make sure you ask these questions that therapist Jeff G. He actually suggests these eight questions. One, what is your definition of cheating? Be very clear here because sometimes we have very different ideas of what a cheat is too. What kind of relationship do you want? Monogamous, monogamish, poly? Do you want to open it up in the future? What's the plan? Three, what kind of kinky stuff are you into? You're not trying to yuck their yum. You just want to know what to expect. Four, what's your biggest worry about me? Basically, let's put all the red flags on the table and discuss. Five, are you prepared to be my primary emotional support person? Because if not, am I okay with that? Because I'm going to have to lean into my community more often. Six, understanding this can change. What are you giving the most energy to right now? School, work, creativity, this relationship, family, friends, partying, and am I okay with that? Seven, does anyone else think that they're in a relationship with you right now, which is different from are you in another relationship right now? Eight, what do you think is most important that I should be aware of? Just leave it open-ended, see where it goes. Woo! Let me tell you something, child. If he did not hit the nail on the head, there's some things that I didn't think to ask that I would want to know the answer to before I decide to really, really settle down. And now I'm running these through my brain like maybe these are things I need to present. What do you think? Is there any other questions you would ask? The most important question on here, and I'm using this for my morning show also for Eva's Corner. The most important question on there to me is who else thinks they're in a relationship with you? With you. Because I broke this down with my friend just the other day and we're talking about like being single and I was talking about our our episode of the podcast where he was like, well, why'd you have to blow L'Oreal up like she got to be dating somebody? I said, I wasn't saying that she has to be dating (laughs) someone. What I was saying was that her being a social person and as beautiful as she is, there is no world in which I would just assume that no one texts her good morning or no one's checking for her in the evening. Nobody texts me good morning today. As, okay, I'm going to beat his ass. <laughs> We're going to do that later. But I'm just, I'm not saying that I know that you're not in a committed relationship, but being in a committed relationship versus someone thinking that they are with you are two different things. It's like leaving your tab open at a restaurant. When Mm -hmm. you are messing with someone before it's committed, your tab is open. When you decide you're going to commit to somebody and that's your person, you have to go and close the tab. If you do not close the tab, you will get more drinks and more food put on that tab than you were ready for. Close the tab and start a new one. And a lot of people are not closing a tab. And so if you go into and ask the questions, not are you seeing someone, but who in the world think that they are seeing you? That is the real question to ask. That's true because sometimes, like you said, they some people 
They say they are making up relationships in their head, but I don't think that's the case. I think they work off of what the other person is giving them and they maybe get their feelings caught up and just kind of assume. And when you don't revisit those conversations again, he could be thinking, oh, well, I told you I wasn't ready for a relationship. And she's like, oh, no, I'm waiting until he is ready for a relationship. So when you are jumping into a relationship with someone else, then that's an issue, you know? But I think everything he said was important, like the emotional uh, security, the what's the most important thing to you right now. My Cheating. biggest thing, I'm not going to lie, yeah, and that's an obvious uh, uh, obvious big thing, but my real big thing that I liked in there that I would have never thought to ask somebody is, what's your biggest concern with me? Like, mm-hmm. what's the red flags do you see that what I have? worry about. Sometimes people bury what they have an issue with, and then it comes out when stuff hits the fan. The rubber meets the road. Oh yeah, and they and and it's almost like a resentment because they knew exactly what they had the problem with you on, and they chose to ignore it, but they never addressed it with you. So they're not doing anything but getting more aggravated because it just keeps piling up and getting a bigger, Mm -hmm. and and they see it as bigger, but you don't even know it's an issue. My favorite one was cheating, and it because but it's not just the cheating, Lo. He said, what is your definition of cheating? cheating? And we have did this topic on the undressing room before because people's idea of cheating are different. My idea is whatever you wouldn't do if my ass was standing right there in front of you is cheating. You don't have to have sex. It doesn't have to be penetration. It doesn't have to be any of that stuff. But Mm -hmm. whatever it is you wouldn't do, if I was there, if you do it and I'm not there, that's cheating. But that's me. So if you dated me, you need to understand what I think cheating is. What is cheating to you? I mean, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. I don't like any, but see, I also have different rules for myself versus someone else. You know what I mean? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. What do you <laughs> do as I say, not as I do? You, you going to hit uh, them with the mama? No, I think it's my, it's my profession, our profession. Okay. Uh, my previous profession as even being an artist, like you still for are a man to call my phone at 2 a.m. and be like, yo, you want to come by the studio? Like, that's not an issue, especially if it's work. Like, if it now I can see if I was dating a rapper and dealing with a rapper and you're you're insecure about that. But sometimes most of our hours, like not mine has changed now because of morning radio. But mm-hmm. typically 2 a.m. I would be outside working still. I would be either going to the club, going to the studio after, and that's just how my life was. I don't want no woman calling my man at two in the morning, but he would have to understand if ASAP Rocky calls me and be like, hey, I'm going to answer and I'm going to go to the studio. That falls in one of the eight questions he asked, because one of the other eight questions is, what are you putting most of your energy into right now? What is it that you love? You and my career. striving towards. And so once you realize it is her career, your Mm -hmm. career, then he's going to act a little different when that phone does ring. When you realize that your man is... Uh, a tech company uh, uh, mogul and he's waiting for a phone call about this deal and the time zones are crazy and that phone rings at five o'clock or three o'clock in the morning because you have spoken about it. You know, his passions, you not. Tripping. Yeah, that's true. But I think he is missing something. What? And to me, this has always been something that I see come up in people's relationships. Two things I will say. He didn't say anything about finances 
at all. And depending on how much of a boo you're trying to get, like if we talk about moving in together, boo, like we we got to talk about how your money situation finna be. It could fall okay. under the worry. Okay, it what's your worry? Under, what's your one of your biggest worries that I'm gonna have to end up carrying this entire relationship, or that we're not gonna be financially stable? It can come up in worry. But sometimes people act like they got it, but you don't really, they really don't. And you don't know. So I would want to know off top. Cause like, I know some people that. So what like, you oh, want to see that bank? Do you want to see that? No, um, I don't need uh, to bank. see your bank account, but let's discuss like, where is this going? Do you have, can you do, if I wanted to buy a house tomorrow, could you match? Like what, what to me, I think you need to talk about certain things like houses and where you would want to live and things like that. Because. But we're going from, we're going from like, we're dating to monogamous relationship. We yeah, didn't say engaged, though. I might, think you might so far ahead. No, because even like, what are you dating for? You're dating to marry. You shouldn't be just dating. No. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Everyone so that was my does not thing. date to marry. But Everyone doesn't. Say, that's my second thing. So in my case, at my age, it's like if you just dating to play around with somebody, get out of my face. Like, and I'm not saying that my next person has to be my husband, but no, I'm more it. serious in my life than to just be playing around with somebody. So that I would should be have the first question. That should have well, been that, the first question. True. But that's why I Honestly, think kids that's are married. Honestly, that's the question that's missing. True. I think kids mm. are married. Because you you can have a kid by being with somebody. Y'all having sex, right? So the condo can break. Um, you could just whatever happens, you could possibly get pregnant. That's a conversation. Boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. You need like I like just to me, I feel like that's a conversation. But everybody when, not dating a married. I'm just saying, because I remember when I before I got married, before I met my husband, and the little couple guys I dated before, I was not trying to have a man. I was just trying to kick it. Like I I, I specifically went into those relationships saying. I just got out of a horrible relationship. I I want to hang out with someone of the opposite sex and I want to have a good time. I am not trying to be your wife. I do not want you to live with me. You cannot, I don't want you at my house. I don't need nothing from you. I just want to hang out. And men you are feel a little traumatized. Do you know what I mean? And that's but a, a lot of us are a little traumatized. Though, a lot of us are a little traumatized, but that's when, even if you're telling somebody, I just want somebody that's uh, other sex to hang out. I feel like you should leave people alone. Like, no. and I, so you heal. Yeah. No, you find somebody that's just want to kick it too. I would not, I would not allow for you to date a man that made it clear that he just wants to kick it. Well, then how do you stop? Like, cause me, all right. I've never even really had a situation where I put myself in that situation, but I've been in a situation where I put myself in a situation where somebody was, was damaged from a relationship. And now I'm kind of having to deal with it. Right. Well, so, that's baggage. That, yeah, they brought that the baggage, baggage but we all got that, right? So yeah. if you feel like the person worth it enough, then you'll kind of be like, all right, you know what? I'm going to thug it out with them because clearly I see that it's this. So like with you, right? Say during that time, you actually met somebody, like say the first person, whatever you know. It you gave know. real Cresha and um, Diddy. Uh, Diddy, it gave, do we go together? Or like, we just kicking it. He clearly likes it more than her. He but then her. when Kevin Gates came on there, he was, she was giving Kevin Gates a Google eyes too, though. But if Diddy was to turn around and be like, you're my girl and that's it, she would cut everybody else off. She's leaving her options open because he's an option guy. And we know that. We know she's a relationship girl. We've seen but her. That, but that—that that is my whole point, though. My whole point of this man's 
write the eight questions out, ask the eight questions and be on the same page. Now, if you want something more in the future, that's one thing, but it is a beautiful space to know that we are both reading on the same page on the same book. Like she don't need to be in a different page. She needs to be on the same page. They know what it is when we together, we having fun, we having fun. When we leave, we leave. Next so thing, you to know, me, these are for relationships that are not going past the relationship stage. No, these are for all relationships and deciding how you want to run your relationship. There's no one way. There is no book that says this is how you're supposed to be. But there are questions that you ask that I help uh, that I think that will help a relationship flourish and allow you to enjoy and get less damage because there's clarity. No, I'm not going to lie. If I'm doing something just for fun, I'm not even finna have these conversations with you. Because to me, that's for somebody I'm trying to build a future with. I need to know your freak level. What else was on there? How freaky are we or not? If I'm trying to lock it down, it's because it's worth being locked down. Okay. Hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the most bizarre thing happened in the news more recently. This is not the first time I've heard it, but this is like, I haven't heard about something like this in a while. Did you know that there was a one in a million chance that you can deliver twins and they have different biological fathers? Yeah, I said it right. One 19-year-old girl, she's Brazilian, just experienced this firsthand. So after having sex Mm -hmm. with two men on the same day, that's different, she became pregnant and gave birth to twins. Wow. Now, since she was very unsure about the paternity of the babies, considering she had slept with two men within the same day, mm. she got mm. a DNA test for the person that she thought was the father. But oddly enough, that DNA only matched one of the babies. So she then asked <laughs> the other man that she had slept with nine months ago to take a test to see if he was a match for the other twin and it Baby, it what? was the other man. So she has two babies that are twins that she delivered at the same time that have two different fathers. Lord. So, that's so you know, ladies, it is possible for it to happen. It is when two eggs from the same mother are fertilized by two different men. The DNA experts testimony cited that the study from 1997 found that different father occur in about one in every 13,000 reported paternity cases involving twins. Another doctor claimed that this is way more common than we think, but generally not reported because most people don't do paternity tests on twins. Considering they're twins, they came out of you, you you don't need to do a paternity, but it's way more uh, common than we know. So the doctor stated that since an egg has a lifespan of 12 to 48 hours and the sperm is viable for seven to 10 days, there is about a week's time for potential overlap for the fertilization of two eggs by two sperm and two separate acts of intercourse with different men. L'Oreal. I just gave you three syllables, girl. What would you do if your homegirl told you that she just had babies, but she got two different men? Do you have two baby showers? How, do, how does this work? This is crazy. Um, so, okay. 
Wow. How do you celebrate these birthdays? Is she with one of them? Does she get a whole nother man and make that her bed? And then she just got two baby. How do you have two baby daddies from one litter? I mean, I mean, one, um, it's kind of like a litter because it's multiple kids. Like, oh my God. One, I wouldn't want anybody to know who the hell I was. Like, cause that is embarrassing as hell. Like, it's one thing to not know the your child's father, but then for your kids to have two different kids because they know that you smashed on the same day, same time, same way. Ooh. Now, I did see a video or a picture of her, the babies, and one of the dads. Yeah, he looked Indian or something, The right? darker dad, yes, the beautiful yeah. brown dad. So, I mean, I just want y'all to know this topic will be coming up again. I will be on stamping my bra again on this because I need to know all the details about what is going on in this relationship. It, this is so bizarre. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine having that situation. Of course, if they were different ages, if they was whatever, of course you do the birthday. But what you gonna do? Be like, oh, your birthday's first, and then your birthday. Oh, we just got to be a blended family. But who's like? Not every man is gonna be okay with that. And what if they cheat? She cheated on him. She just put herself in a real sticky situation. But I'm in just shock and amaze. Like I thought it was a fake story, but now that you come. You're telling me the, the not real only about it. is it not I'm fake, it's so common, Lo. This is it's way more common than we know. I you heard anything commonly it. uncommon? Yeah. It's like a gap in your tooth. It's commonly uncommon. Like everybody don't have them, who, but who it's would not, you do? I would do. But I then would. How not, you got You gonna choose who go first? Like who was born first? Get the I, first on the birthday. There's no world in which I would have sex with two men in one day, and if. In a crazy world in which I was so delirious and didn't realize it was the same day, where the condoms? McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. That you're listening to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's. Do yourself a favor. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com/slash/theundressingroom. All right, so let's get into your DM. It's the best segment of the entire show. I love to see who is out here stalking L'Oreal, listening to the Morning Hustle, listening to the Undressing Room podcast, watching your Instagram stories and your feed. You travel so much. So who is it this week that we have? Is it audio? Is it songs? They've been singing and serenading you, girl. What we got? I know. And it's so funny because shout out to my homegirl, Issa Trey, because she listens to the Undress Room podcast. And she actually wrote underneath one of my comments, I was wondering if I could take you home, show you a good... And I was sitting there like, why do I know that? And then it dawned on me like, oh, she's talking about the damn DMs. So anyway, uh, so shout out to her for that and uh shout out to everybody that listens this one person i got trips in here somebody that's just uh praising and then we got some other stuff so one guy said um i want to take you to dinner one day and i'm about to go overseas for basketball my seven foot self would love for you to come over there at some point date week in greece soon so people just pick up life and just like go to greece 
First of all, stop, stop. Every single DM, you cannot find something positive. This man tells you he got a job. <laughs> he told you he booked him busy. He invited you across the world. Like, how is it that you did not find beauty in this message? Guess who else has a job? Me. And that's exactly how he knows who I am. So do, do I look like I could take a week off of work? No, I can't take a week off of work and go to West Bubble Hell to be with someone I don't know. You can, can go to Santorini and work remote. We work on a beautiful, beautiful medium called radio. And all you need is the I internet. Don't I don't know if I'm able to work remote. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think that the man's idea is super nice. I mean, because at this point, what are we looking for? We've had the super, super aggressive, the try too hard. They tried to sing. Now this man wants to take you to Greece. And he, he, he slightly told you he got a baby contract playing basketball overseas. I mean, come on. Mm-mm. I'm not going to be nowhere with nobody that I don't know. One, two. I don't know if I like you three. I'm not about to be that far. You might try to kill me. Gloria, we have to get to know him. You (laughs) got to get to know him. But if he told you he was going to take you to a restaurant by the crib, then you would have a problem with that. No, I'll be like, how you know where I live? (laughs) Okay. Who else? And I would love to go to Greece, FYI. But like, I like, that's just not the way. Like, because then are you doing this with all girls? No, no. How do I know this? Have you seen yourself? They might be pretty too now, child, but thank you. Everybody don't look like you, sweet sweets. Okay. Well, thank this guy, you. this one's very short. Okay. He said, loving you would be so easy to do. Every day I pray for a special lady like you. Aww. That was really sweet. That was really sweet. He, This guy writes a lot and he always writes something little nice or encouraging. So shout out to him. He doesn't stand a chance in hell, but... He's a nice guy, and I like him for being a nice guy. No, rewind and undress that. Why does he not stand a chest in here? Anyway, no, we got I another still, I can still see you. They can't see you, but I can still see you, friend. <laughs> hey, we got another DM. Now, this guy has been writing for quite some time. The okay. first thing he said was, I listened to your podcast. I'm a big supporter of you, and I respect okay. you as an independent, strong black woman getting to the bag. Much love oh. and respect. If you could find it in your heart to follow me, it would be much appreciated. Of course, I didn't follow him. Then he wrote back and he said, good morning, beautiful. Just wanted to give you flowers while you were still here. You're beautiful, amazing. Always been that ish to me. Breathtaking. Your vibe is unforgettable. So I liked it. I gave it a heart. Okay. And then he said, you're making me want to get back into the gym. Um, when you do, stop posting the picture. Wait. So when I do, you stop posting the pictures is because to thank you for inspiration. Either way, he said, I'm pushing him to the gym. And then he sent me. Good. Oh, yeah, that is. It is good. But then he sent me this voice note, which I haven't listened to yet. So we're going to listen to it together. Oh, let's. Listen. I'm scared. I ain't going to hold you. I'm excited. <laughs> I mean. I listen to the morning hustle every morning just to hear your voice. You definitely a lot of inspiration. And I appreciate you being a strong black independent woman handling your business. Thank you for being you. Continue to strive to be great. Continue to be great. May God continue to bless you. Have a great and amazing day and a great and amazing week. And if you get a chance, maybe you can give me a follow back. I appreciate it. 
But you know, I don't like to follow people back that I don't know like that. L'Oreal, L'Oreal, stop, 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 stop. I'm going to play Big Sister right now. Stop. It don't mess up your algorithm. That yes, is because then if he's trying to make me follow their friends, I don't know. First them. of all, I can tell by his voice that he's from the city of brotherly love, for starters. That How is do you Philly. Feel that? He got a Sunni. You can hear the way he said it's ours. He said it's ours like he's from Philly. You write me back. Let me check out this page. You can, you can, watch, watch, watch. Let me tell you. Let your big sis, let me, let, let me help you guide the way. He's from Philly. He's from you're Philly. Right. And, and you saying that because of his tone and voice? It's from his voice. Like you can tell somebody from D.C. by the way they talk. He, he from, you can tell I'm from L.A. I say my this corn man with ain't got orange. no beard. It look like he got a wife. And he does because it says downtown <laughs> wife. <laughs> He's married. And this man ain't from Philly. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Baltimore. He from Baltimore. Why does he have a whole wife? Why does he have a whole wife? Like a wife, wife, like happily well, in love. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, let's try this. He started the message out with saying that you are a beautiful, strong woman. That you inspire him. He's about to go back to the gym, which means he's most likely gonna get all his won't have end up having cholesterol or blood pressure problems for his wife and his children. I don't know if his wife knows that um, he is DMing you right now, sir. No. I'm not going to lie. There's like six more voice notes. So we're just going to. There's six it. more? Let's just. Yeah. He's giving me very big wine from Friday. Oh, no, I was wrong. I'm not Baltimore, Texas. Hey, he's not from Texas. He's from where my man is. That's what he's saying, child. Everything bigger and better in Texas. Not that. You're very much so bigger. Not that. Okay, what? anyway, these are the DMs that you be trying to tell me to go through. <laughs> I love them. I like to know what men are doing out there. I like for women to get a proper taste of the way that men are trying to court women. There are some crazy ones, but then there are also some nice ones. Now, the married man, sir, no, don't do that. You wrong. But I will say he was very inspirational and positive. He was. And, nice. and, and I say thank you for all the kind words that you said to me because I love beautiful. kind words. That's that's really dope. Thank you so much the for that. The one I wanted to flood you out was kind I words. I only go too. in my DMs for y'all. I only me. go on my DMs for y'all is all I'm saying. It's all, it's whatever it may be is going on the Undressing Room podcast. Well, tell me. the one that wants to take you to Greece that you, uh, both your friends is coming because we all going. Okay. Now, if Let's he go. if he does that, then I'll go. Okay. Okay. Ooh. All right, cool. So go ahead, find him. Go go re-DM the DM and we're going to go ahead and bring an Undress That on the Undressing Room podcast coming up on next week's episode. But um, I am so excited. In celebration of 120 years of innovation, Cadillac has introduced an initiative within their commitment to equity and justice known as Cadillac Rising Icons. Cadillac Rising Icon shines a spotlight and amplifies the efforts of the undeniable talents within our diverse community. Rising Icons represent what it means to be undeniably iconic by pushing the boundaries of the status quo in original and audacious ways. Well, you know what? When you really think about it, to be undeniable is to be audacious. Yeah. Like Nyla Hayes. She is 13 years old. She is a digital NFT artist that is taking the digital world by storm. Nyla Hayes was featured as Cadillac's rising 
icon. She's the sole creator of the Long Necky Collection. And in celebration of Cadillac's 120 years of innovation, Nyla created a limited NFT known as the Adira. Now, get into this, L'Oreal. Adira is strong. She's noble and powerful. Now, think about it because it represents the Black woman superhero who drives the change that is needed in the metaverse. Adira has many synergies with the Cadillac brand, such as her luxurious style and electrifying energy. Listen, check out Nyla's art in Cadillac's Black Future Spot and the connection to Save the Music Foundation. Now, Nyla's limited NFT was auctioned on OpenSea with a portion of the proceeds benefiting to the Save the Music Foundation, which is one of our favorite foundations. So we have to keep the music going. Now, if you would like to help benefit the Save the Music Foundation and learn more about Cadillac's rising icon, Nyla Hayes, you can do so by visiting Cadillac.com slash audacity. Be iconic. I do have a final question to undress for y'all. Y'all ready? So this comes from a male listener this week. He says, I work with a woman years ago in my first job out of college, but we weren't really like friends, friends, right? So we recently crossed paths and we started chatting up casually. Now through conversation, I found out that she was sick and is going through treatment. Mm. We've never dated at all. And I am not personally interested in her, but she has hinted to me that she wants a physical interaction with me. Now I do feel bad and I, am considering it because of her health is in question. I'm torn with what it is that I'm supposed to do. What's right and what's wrong. Do I do it because she's sick? Don't I do it because I don't want to do it? What do I do? Oh my God. You cannot have pity sex, sir. And what does she have? It don't matter. You can't have pity sex. But what if it was like AIDS, HIV, and that's what she's trying to just spread it before she goes? I don't think it's that. I think it might be uh, something else. Um, even if it is, you were supposed to tell me that my comment was ignorant. Just now. <laughs> I just, I just, I just skated around. It. I was, uh, I, we just you're like after the baby. We don't even know what we could say, though. No? Right between the lady with the two, to the, the the babies and the splitting, like okay. What? So let's say it's cancer. Let's say it's cancer. I have to agree with you. Like, I get that that's your friend, but like... Oh, it is cancer, actually. Oh, it is? Okay, so you're going to force yourself to have sex with somebody that you don't look in that way because of their last days? I don't... That's not going to be fulfilling to them. And I would just be honest, like... You know, it has to be somebody that you care for, that you've had something with that maybe you could turn to for something like this. But I prefer to be a friend for you in this time. You know, I don't want to ruin our any kind of good memories we have by adding something like this. That's actually hurtful to another person because say he grew more attached and maybe start falling in love. Like that's a little selfish. And I get, I get, I get, I get that this is like, a bad time for her or whatever, but like, is that, should that be the first thing top of mind? I don't think it's the first thing in the top of his mind. Like he's saying this was, I know her. And now that we have become friends again, I know what she's going through. And though I don't want her like that, she obviously putting the, the full court press on him. Right. So like, 
she shouldn't what, be thinking about this right now is what I'm saying. The first thing top of mind for her is what I mean. Like, well, what is your health? And if I was dying and I wasn't getting none and then that this guy that I know and it's fine and maybe I might shoot my shot. I'm just saying, I ain't mad at sis for shooting her shot, but the the real question, which you have not answered, and I don't know how to answer, is what is he supposed to do? Because it I sounds would, like I would he wants to be a good friend, but he also, I can tell there's a moral part of him that's like, I ain't feeling sis. But yeah. all by the same token, I know she's going through it, and should I just take one for the team? Mm, nah, I love you like a friend, and I don't see nothing beyond that, and I'm sorry that I can't you know, be that for you, but I can definitely be the friend for you. I can definitely be there for you. I know you're going through a lot, but it's not going to be in a sexual way. It's going to be like a friend, like someone you can lean on, someone that you can trust. And that bond is damn to be a thousand times better than meaningless sex. Especially it's like, he's not into it. There's no vibe. There's no energy. You're just forcing yourself to have sex with somebody. That's rape. Like no, no, but I mean, I mean, she's like, not raping him, but forcing but it's like yourself. those beads, like you know how, like, say somebody invites you somewhere, and like you really don't want to go, but you like, okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and go because they don't have nobody else to go with them, or they like, and you know what I'm saying? You have the time of your life when you do that, but then say he falls in love with her, and now she's on her deathbed. It's just like I, I just think keep it how it is, you know, be supportive as a friend, and maybe try to hook her up with an ex. But like, I don't, so you, you would go ahead and give the poom poom up. Well, see, this is the thing. Remember we had a final question to undress like 50 something episodes ago. It was kind of similar, right? It wasn't so different. It was that the, the, the woman, the, the woman was dying and she wanted to have sex with her ex before she died. And she Mm -hmm. was like, look, I'm dying. And I want to be honest. I don't want to go on creep, but I do want the ability to go and have this sexual experience again before I die. I think it was just bold as hell to ask the question. And when the question you bold enough to ask it, then let's get to get to answering. Yeah, I'm not giving out no sympathy, nothing. Like, have I done that before in my life? Maybe. Like, okay, I guess. You round up for saying Jews at the grocery store, though. You round up to the next dollar. That's not my point. That's not my point. And especially in my grown age, like I said, like, when I was younger, I might have been like, well, he did do this. So I might as well just go ahead and toot it up. And it's like, nah, like, I'm not doing doing nothing like that ever again in my life. Like, there's no sympathy, poom poom ain't coming from from me and I get it like you love this person and there you seeing them pass like go before your eyes but like you want your last memory to be of you forcing yourself to have sex with them nah it's a super sucky place to be in you know what that's why we do our final questions to undress because I literally could not make this stuff up now no if you would like your question undressed just do yourself a favor follow us on Instagram at the undressing room podcast slide in our DM ask us your crazy question and I promise you L'Oreal and I will unclick our bra for it yeah, I'm gonna say something to make you more confused, though. I can <laughs> oh, promise you that. Yeah, I can promise yeah. you that. <laughs> That's for sure. Who they listening to? The Undressing Room Podcast, brought to you by Macy's. Now, all you gotta do is log on to theundressingroompod.com for links to our personal Macy's shopping page. Because I know you want to get fly like me and my good sister, beautiful Eva Marcel. So make sure y'all go and listen to all our old episodes. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And shout out to all our new followers and our new listeners as well. 
Yes. And um, just in case, if you didn't remember, Macy's does have a wine store and the wine is on sale mm-hmm. at $7.49 right now. So go ahead and highlight that Macy's wine sale because okay. I'm about to go and sip me some right now. It's good no, wine today. It's, it's amazing wine. It's not two buck chuck, baby. This is that that's this that good good that you put out on the bar cart when your friends come out and like, would you like a glass of bread? That's the one that makes these hands. Yum. For now. Love y'all. Hey. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cope Tyner. Associated producer, Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers. J.R. Davis and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.